0: Hello, hello, my friends, my family, my community, my tribe. Welcome to the Hippie Moms Podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here again. Um, Today, I want to go on a little rant (laughs) or maybe an expression of a conduit for a message about the energy behind the change we want in our lives okay so if you're listening to this podcast um, and really if you're human um, you want things to change you are always looking constantly that that's something within us that is always looking to improve to create to become better at and I call it to become the optimal version of me I mean my friends We get this one life, at least this life, right now, right here and now, to truly create our desires, our dreams. And the first thing that we must overcome is the belief, the false belief, that we do not deserve that change. Now, if you've been following me for a little while, you have kind of seen my journey. At first, it was all about food, clean living, which is very important. my friends. It is. I mean, what are you feeding your body? What are you putting on your body? And I've shared so much of that. So if you want more of that, go listen to my earlier podcast. But now I'm really moving into the way in which we want to really change. So if you want to make a change, you want to eat better. A lot of times, for example, people want to eat better because they want to lose weight. And they want to lose weight because they want to feel better about themselves they want to feel more competent. they want to look better in a bathing suit they want their husband to be like oh you look so good baby <laughs> i don't know where that accent came from but are you following me here like we have to look at why we want change and change is either going to come from ego and judgment or it's going to come from an alignment within the self. Okay, I'm going to say that again. We want change either because it is fueled by ego and judgment, or we want change because it feels in alignment with who we are. And those are two huge, separate, um, very uh, polar opposites of energy. And so what I want to do is I want to kind of break it down a little bit because I'm sharing with you what I'm learning, like what I am experiencing because I want to create the life of my dreams. I want to truly become the optimal version of me. Why not? Why wouldn't we want to be that? And we have to go within. So um, I love this analogy, okay? This is an analogy that came to me in, um, one of my infinite sister circles, which we're gonna be opening up another one. So stay tuned if you're interested. They are so powerful, so amazing. They're my most favorite things in the world right now. Really connecting with women on this this soul level and supporting each other in creating and manifesting the life of our dreams, right? So, So the analogy goes, imagine you are trying to fly an airplane from outside the cockpit. Okay. Is that ever going to work? Is that ever really going to make a difference on the direction that the airplane is going to go? <laughs> uh, no, it's not. I mean, you can maybe go on the outside of the airplane and try to nudge it a little bit. Right. Um, and maybe you're up in the air and obviously you can't be outside the airplane, but this is analogy. I mean, just think about this. Maybe you can be outside flying and you're just trying to nudge it in the right direction. Um, but What happens when you try to land it? or even take off. I mean, you cannot fly an airplane from outside of it. You cannot control it, okay? That is exactly what is the exactly the same in our lives. We cannot control our life, our reality outside. We have to go in the cockpit. The control center is your inner world, okay? And we are constantly being sent messages, sometimes very subtle, sometimes very loud, through our experiences, through our triggers, through our relationships, through circumstances. The thing is, is that life is a mirror for us. And so if you are in the victim mentality, everything happens to me, You are trying to fly that airplane from outside the cockpit. You got to get in the fucking cockpit and you got to take control. And I'm not saying control of reality. I'm saying control of you. And what are you? You are energy. I am energy. We are all energy. Now it's been proven, look it up, that everything that we see is solid. And I always go back to this because if you can really understand that everything is energy then you can understand better what the feelings that you are uh, the feelings and emotions you're experiencing are energy how can you shift those things because feelings and emotions are the language of the universe it's how the universe and life responds to us is the energy that we are at, that we are in the moment and so everything we look at that is solid coming back to this is 99 space. Okay? So, as humans, we are very limited of what we can actually see. But if you go in the quantum level, you know that there is no end to anything. It continues on and on and on. And I am obsessed with quantum physics right now. And the reason being is because. I had this very uh, surreal experience of energy. And basically I woke up in the middle of the night and everything was vibrating. Everything was vibrating. Everything was humming. Mm -hmm. I was humming, my body was humming, the walls, the bed, the bedspread, the window behind me. It was so surreal, but it was this moment that gifted me this understanding of what we are. And the thing is you don't need that type of experience if you can really understand that we're kind of like holograms and that every thought, word, feeling and emotion emits an energetic pulse around us and into the universe and thus attracts a similar vibration. So we're gonna get in the cockpit today and we're going to really try and, and I'm going to try my best to explain and convey this deepening understanding because why I want to share this with you is because if you want to change, which you probably do, there's something in your life, it's probably why you're listening to this podcast, right? You want to be inspired. You want to make better decisions. You want your kids to be healthy. You want your family to be happy. Like we're always searching. We're always looking. The thing is, is that you don't need to search or look anywhere. You don't even need this podcast. This is just a transmission of information that I hope you can take in on a cellular level and or a seed is planted that you can truly understand that you are the creator of your life. And I talk a lot about taking radical responsibility because I've lived as a victim my whole life. I truly have. So I'm going to give you an example. Okay, I've kind of the victim mentality. I can, I can give you so many examples. Um you know, I have definitely played the victim in my life and the martyr. And those are literally operating systems that are very that have a lot of viruses in them. <laughs> um it's not the operating system or the software that we want to work from. We really um, you know, and, and it's beautiful. Like, it's okay if you're operating as a victim. It's okay you're operating as a martyr. Like, m- mothers in this day and age, we are overwhelmed. We are anxiety, high functioning anxiety. If you haven't listened to the last podcast with Jacqueline Bacon, we talk about that. You know, there's so much that is encapsulated in our day to day. And it's easy to get into that victim mentality. So, I mean, this is something that I feel a lot. So it's not, as I say this to you, you know, I'm, I'm telling you these stories because this is real and this is, I want you to know that I haven't figured it out. And so if you're trying to find someone that has figured it all out, that can answer all your qu- world, you know, your universal questions, I'm definitely not the person for you. But I can express the lessons and the mirror of life that I see so that maybe you can see a reflection of you and this can really hone in to what you're seeking and what you're searching for, right? Cause got to get back in the cockpit, stop trying to fly the plane from the outside of the, of the airplane. Okay. So, um, one of the things that I really love to go into victim mentality about is all the things that I have to do to keep my family alive. And it's a lot of work as a mother, okay? It really is, and I know you know this because whether you're a mother or your father or you're a parent, we have all these responsibilities that we chose, okay? I chose to get married. I chose to have children, two children. I chose to uh, live a clean living lifestyle. I choose that every day, and that takes work, and I choose to take care of myself. And there's a lot of times at the end of the day, it's like, I just don't want to fucking make dinner. I'm like so over it. I just, and, and I get into this mood and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to make, it. you know, it's like everything takes long. And then, you know, the kids, you know, some days after school, they're able to get on their screens and after they do their community service, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then it's like, okay, dinner time. And then they don't get off. And then I'm frustrated. And I'm like, why, why does this, why does this happen to me? Right. It's so ridiculous. And it's actually not ridiculous because it's easy to be in the victim mindset. Like it's easy to be in a place in space where you project all of your pain, all of your discomfort on everyone else around you. Right. You're the cause. Of my pain you're the cause of my suffering you're the cause okay or that's the cause I'm here to tell you no no one's the fucking cause of anything you are the cause of your own suffering now is that really hard to hear because I'm gonna say a lot of time a lot of times it's so easy to just project on other people than going, because that's what we're doing. We're trying to change the direction of the airplane, you know, from the outside. By doing that, we're blaming other people. We're trying to change other people. We're trying to say, you need to do this, you need to do that so I can feel comfortable. But really, it's my whole perspective on the situation. I can say, I have to make my family dinner, or I can say, I get to make my family dinner. You know, I get to... Um, Pick my kids up from school. I get to make them lunches. I get to stay home with my youngest who hasn't been in school for a whole session because of some behavior issues. All right. It's like any one thing in your life you can view from an infinite amount of perspectives, an infinite amount of perspectives. Okay. So what my goal is of of sharing the story of my, you know, evening, dinner time, victim mentalities, which I'm working on. I notice, I don't judge myself, but I'm very aware of what perspective I'm taking. And so what I decided to do is I said, I'm going to own dinner time. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking own it. So here's what I do. I get my music box, I put on my favorite music that I love, and I start earlier in the day, like right when the kids get home from school, I actually start prepping. Because for me, if I can get everything prepped, dinner's so much easier, right? So I get everything prepped right when they get home from school, they're doing their community service, they're helping me prep, or I'm prepping, whatever, I get that done, I put my music on, and then when dinner comes, I, I pour myself a little kombucha, and I put some more music on, and I just... Feel the energy of creating food. And I, and I just sink into it because I'm going to have to make food either way. I'm going to have to make dinner, right? I mean, I guess I could go out and eat, but we don't eat out a lot. There's not a lot of great places to eat in Albuquerque. I'll be honest with you. I mean, there's great restaurants, but not like the takeout. So I have to do this no matter what. So how (laughs) I have two choices. I can either be a grouchy victim, bitchy, you know, human, or I can own it. And I can get in the cockpit and I can say, all right, how can I make this a more pleasurable experience? You see that we can do this anyway. Maybe your kids, maybe nighttime is horrible for you. Okay, there we went for probably three or four years where nighttime, we dreaded it. I dreaded nighttime. Because the kids never wanted to go to sleep, they were always hungry, they were always thirsty. They never wanted to lay down. You know, they wanted to lay with us. A lot of times, they'd fall asleep with us, and then Scott would have to move them into the bed, their bedrooms, and then he would cuss and whine about it, and I would be cussing and whining at him for cussing and whining. It was so horrible. It was so so annoying, right? And I promise you, if you're in that, you're in that space. Oh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. But that bedtime, I mean, who can, who cannot relate to that? You know, but it's like, you're going to have to help your kids get to bed either way. Right. Unless you've totally sleep trained them and, and they just fall asleep on their own, which I mean, if you're on the hippie moms podcast, it probably isn't the case. And if you did no judgment, it doesn't matter. But the point is you're going to have to help put your kids to sleep either way. So what perspective, what attitude, what energy are you going to put behind what you have to do or what you get to do, right? What energy is behind that? Now, I think a lot of times, you know, we can kind of get lost in this superficial, um, you know, uh, when you're not feeling happy. (laughs) You're like, I should feel happy. I, you know, I have all this, I, I have my, my, you know, you feel grateful, you look around and you're still just like, Ugh. and so this leads into how do we create the change in our lives that we want, right? We might be in a place, in a space where we're anxious, we're depressed, you know, we're, and, I, and I've already given you all the tools in this podcast, right? Like turn off the news, <laughs> implement stillness, meditation, walking meditation, move your damn body, Right? Move your body, even if it's 15, 20 minutes a day. You know, Eat real, whole food, okay? There's, there's so many amazing, simple things that we can do to truly take care of ourselves because we have to take care of ourselves before we can take care of anyone else. That's just it, okay? The queen eats first. You eat first. You come first. No, that's not selfish. That's the most selfless thing that you can do because it's not easy to take care of ourselves. It's much easier not to. To skip a workout, to just eat like crap, to eat off our kids' plates. And then we and then we take care of the kids. We're exhausted, we're tired, and then we resent our children and our husband. Why? Because we're not taking care of ourselves. There we go again, trying to drive the airplane from outside the plane. You can't do it. You got to get in the fucking cockpit. You got to get in there where all the controls are. And you are there to be able to deal with what is going on. You have every every ability in you to truly shift your life. I want you to know that you don't need me, you don't need any self-help books. You know, all you need is to start to take control and become aware of what is being shown to you in your life. So, we wanna change something, right? Okay, so I'm gonna use the example of the New Year's resolutions, right? um so we're in again beginning of february and did you know that january 12th has been determined the fateful day of most new year's resolutions? so if you're here and you're like yeah i didn't fall through with my new year's resolutions well you know what um 43 of people who make resolutions actually expect to give them up by february um and there's a lot of crazy other facts that i'm going to share with you because i think it's really interesting that while around 80% uh, fail to keep their New Year's resolutions, just 8% of people achieve their goals. So I don't know what happens to that 12% there, um, but I'm going to tell you that this is the perfect example because we want to make a change and then we come up against something hard, right? Our habits, our life, like we're just unwilling to shift things. Um, and, and it gets hard, but that's, but the real issue, okay, you ready for this? The real like magical, uh, ingredient to actually moving through creating the change and actually moving through that discomfort that is created when we are trying to change something, it is, what is the energy you that is fueling that change okay we're going to kind of dive in here because what i'm hoping is we're going to circle back so you can really begin to see like ask yourself what I- what is it that i really want right because f- it, as new year's resolutions 50 percent of resolutions are health related okay the top ones are losing weight quitting smoking eating healthier getting fit managing stress getting out of financial debt okay this is not as health related but it is i mean and even drinking less alcohol Um, And this is according to the journal, uh, the Science Journal of the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin, if you want to look that up. So, and you might still be like, yeah, I still want to lose weight. I, I want to be financially in a better state. I want to manage my stress. I want to get fit, right? I want to quit smoking. Please quit smoking. Drink less alcohol. Please drink less alcohol, right? I want to do these things. Um, and it's not like rocket science, but we're all looking to resolve our choices and habits in order to change our life experience. So what we're changing in the day-to-day, in the moment, is our, is our lifestyle, our choices, and our habits. And then that is going to change our life experience, right? Because the choices in the moment are going to dictate our experience now and in the future. And in really resolutions and change, wanting change is about moving from where we are now to where we want to be, okay? So, but here's the thing. I've thought a lot about this. And resolutions, I really feel that the majority of them are created because there is a deep resistance to how we are right in this moment. We are resisting our weight. We're resisting the way that we feel the next morning when we drink alcohol, right? We're resisting um, our financial debt. You know, we're, we're kind of resisting it. We want it to change. We don't want to look it in the face. We want it to go away, right? We just want it to go away. And so if we, if we start to think, is creating change, right? We want something different right now. Is that resisting reality? And you're like, well, yeah, because I don't want to be overweight, right? I don't want to be unhealthy. I don't want to be anxious and depressed, Right? It's because what we want is something different than what it is right now. So we're resisting the moment now. We're resisting that uh, 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 that weight, the the you know drinking too much alcohol. We're resisting it, and so what's happening is we're creating more of it. Okay. So the more we resist something, the more it persists. That's Carl Jung, He uh, he said that what we persist, what we resist, persists. Okay. So here's the thing. This is what I really want to get into it is, and this is what I want to share, is the most important and fundamental element that we must address if we really want to keep our, our resolutions or the things that we change moving and to truly shift in the future self we want to dream of, the future self we all deserve to be. And and first, I want to be clear. It is so beautiful to have goals and dreams to change our current reality. Okay? It's, it's, it's wonderful to say, yes, I'm going to get healthier. Right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do all these things because it's gonna make me this person, right? It's part of our evolutionary process as, hu- as a human. I mean, we all deserve to create the life of our dreams, okay? You deserve that. You are creating that. You are creating that now, in the moment. There's no future self of you that's doing any creating. You only can create now, in this moment. And so. What it is, is it's not about trying to shift reality, but to create a new one with the new and improved choices we we wish to make, right? It's aligning, attuning to what we want and then making the choices and habits from that place as if it is already happened, okay? So the most important part is if we really want to create change and maybe uh, continue your resolution is we must ask ourselves, what is the energy fueling the change or resolution we want to create, okay? Do we want to change something because we're scared if we don't, we won't be happy, healthy, etc.? Are we so unhappy with our current reality that we need to change it so we can be happy? Can you see where I'm going with this? Because it's, again, leading to resistance. Because when we want to change something based on fear then fear is the energy and force behind the very change and resolution we long for. Then we bring this energy of fear into our experience, right? Of trying to change our habits and lives. So fear is the guiding factor. It is the fuel that's pushing us forward. Well, fear doesn't really serve us, does it? It really makes us act from this fight or flight, right? So we have to really think about this. Is the change or resolution you're wanting to do, does it bring you stress? Does it put you in fight or flight? Okay, or let's let's look at another perspective. Or are you cultivating ease and joy with the change and resolution you wish to bring to fruition? Are you saying, you know what? The energy behind the change I want is off, is being authentic. It's it's truly attuning to who I am. That's the fuel I'm going to use. But most of us we're always conditioned to resort to fear. And here's the thing. I'm going to try and pack this a little bit more because if you're not following me, I really want you to get this because we are already taught from such an early age that we're just not enough. We're not enough. We were shown that that was reflected back to us by our parents. Oh, you know, you're just too you're too loud. You need you need to quiet down. Oh, that's a really big outburst outburst of emotion. Like you need to be quiet. Stop crying. What happened is our We were reflecting back to our parents, the parts of them that needed healing or our caretakers. We reflected back to them. We were their mirrors. And they couldn't do, they didn't see that. They didn't see that what they were seeing was anything within them. They just thought, oh, you're making me uncomfortable. You have to change. And so what happens as children is we are taught to modify. To change, to look, act, and be, and operate differently in order to fit into the societal box or the family box or whatever it was, we had to change in order to be okay. And this small and limited box is constructed by fear and control, and it's a lie. It's a lie. So basically, we were kind of molded into something that was uh, that was an illusion, and we've and we've lost ourselves. You know, we've lost this aspect, this innocence, this authentic, um, alignment and attunement to who we are. And it's been fragmented because we've been told that we're not enough, that we're not perfect. Okay. And I know that as I say that you are enough, you are worthy, you are perfect. I wish that was enough. I wish that those words and that belief would just inundate every fucking cell of yours and you would operate from that. But I know that's not how it works. We have to do a lot of unlearning. We have to really look at our belief systems and we have to start to see the world as a mirror showing us our, our beliefs about ourselves, about the world, what we judge. And that's a lot of work because, because what we're doing is we're getting in the cockpit and we're learning how to use all the knobs and all the switches and all the things so that we can operate and go in the direction we want to go. That's what's so big here. So let's go back to um, let's go back to this idea of like you know this resolution, okay, and the changing. So the biggest resolution, right, the most common is the loss of weight, right. So we have this story, okay, in our heads. If I lose X amount of pounds, then I'll be happy. I'll be more confident. I'll be more attractive. I'll look better in my swimsuit. I'll feel less tired, et cetera, et cetera, right. So the thought is that if we ch- if we have or create what we want, in this example, losing weight, then we will achieve the end result we're seeking, right? We'll be happy, confident, ease, joy, freedom. You know, at the end of the day, we'll be free of feeling like we're overweight. That That's really it. But here's the problem. We are fueling that change with, if this happens, then I will feel that energetic level. Okay? So what we're totally sold on the story that the only way we'll be happy more confident more attractive is if is if we lose weight okay so what happens is then then the story will always continue to manifest the exact same thing i will be happy when i will be feel more confident and ease and more attractive when so that's what you're always going to be creating You're always going to be in that want, that my desire will be fulfilled when this happens. Okay? And so this is the energy that's fueling the the change that we want, is the longing for happiness will always be there because it's based on whether or not something outside of us happens. Okay? Um, So do you get this? Because I'm here to tell you this belief that something outside of you will make you happy, that something outside of you needs to change to make you happy is, is just a bunch of bullshit. You will never get anywhere with that fucking perspective. That's what keeps us stuck is the I'll be happy when, right? There's no I'll be happy when there's the only time to be happy is now. We must generate what we want now because energetically we're constantly, constantly giving information to the universe of what we want back. Whether you're conscious of it or not, that's what you're doing. So your husband, kids, extended family, friends, career, house, handbag, pair of shoes, wardrobe, all the things will never be the source of your happiness. And they'll never be the source of your suffering if you have those, if you don't have them, if they act a certain way, if they don't act a certain way, you are in the cockpit, okay? You're in there. And so when we rely on things and others, then what happens is we're codependent and needy. And what does that make us? Angry, resentful, frustrated. Because we're trying to, drive the, the, we're trying to get the airplane to go in a direction and it won't go because we're outside of the airplane. You gotta get inside, in your internal world. My, my beautiful friend, and I always talk about her, my mentor, Angela Ferrari, she says that the internal world is primary over the external world because the external world is simply a reflection of what you were experiencing inside. Is that hard to wrap your head around? I get it. I get it. Cause you're like, well, that happened and I didn't have anything to do with it. Bullshit. I'm so sorry to be here and tell you that you Now it may not be your fault that something happened, but life is reflecting back to you a lesson and a belief that you need to learn. And it's going to continue to do it over and over and over again until you get the message. So my goal is to say, Hey, if you want change first, create the energy around the change as if you already got it. Okay. That's what we're going into. And then what's beautiful is that is then going to be expressed on the outside of you. Okay. Now I don't I don't want to operate as being codependent and needy, do you? Because I've been there. I've been codependent, needy, frustrated, resentful. I mean, pretty much my whole life, I'll be honest. I mean, just recently, am I really understanding (laughs) the key to creating and manifesting and, and, and really, truly changing life? And it's magical and it's not easy, okay? It's simple, but it's not easy. So... Here, here's what I want. I want to go back to the losing weight thing because I, I really want to tie this in a nice little bow and and hopefully explain a little bit more about this process of going inside and changing the world outside of you, okay? Because this is so big, especially right now, because we're in this, this, this kind of fear and this scarcity and this, like, just be scared and all this death and, you know, control and mandates and all the things. The thing is, is that you, we can shift this world, and it really doesn't take a lot of us. It really doesn't. If we can just go within and start start tr- flying the airplanes, okay? Start flying our own airplanes, flying our own life. We can truly make a ripple effect to change the entire world. And this is why it's so important. This is why this work is so important right now. Uh, because um, the like all the airplanes are going in the same direction and they're just gonna be a huge explosion. And so I'm hoping we can move our airplanes from the inside and then just you know, copacetic, like let's let's figure it out. Let's fly our airplanes in a way that is makes sense, that's good for the world and and that's that's best for humanity, right? Okay. So we'll always be, the only one who can cultivate, generate, and create our very own experience. So if you can get that through your, into the very essence of who you are, that you are the only one that can create your own experience, whether you like it or not, you are the creator, okay? If you can get there, that's gonna be fuel for you to be able to change it. And I'm sorry, but the fact and the lie we've been told that the more we consume or construct in this stupid box right? That we're supposed to be put in is just a huge illusion. We'll never be happy in that illusion because our magnificence and divinity will never be contained ever, ever. You are so divine. You are so big. You need to stop closing yourself off and hiding. Like this is the time to shine, my friends. Think about this. If you actually lose the 10 pounds you want to lose, you still won't be happy or confident. Why? Why? Because you've changed nothing within you. You're still trying to, yep, fly the airplane on the outside. And you're still going to be operating from that energetic level of fear and lack. And this will always manifest more fear and lack. So this opens up the beautiful power of, of intention and attention, okay? One will never create the change they wanted. The attention, which is the energy behind the change, is fear based. Never. Now, if I'm just going to mention this podcast, episode 77, uh, Eliza Kingsford, who is a psychotherapist who is amazing. She's a beautiful friend of mine. Um, she, we talked a lot about this. We talked a, that if we want to truly really create change in our lives, any change, right? We must begin to be the change, the person, the experience we want, or we'll continuously create the very same old story in our head. So, so what I'm saying is it's about stepping into the version of who we want to be right now. There's no other time. How does it feel to be that version of you? Okay. I want you to really think about this. How does it feel to be, okay, maybe you've lost the weight. You take the weight out of it, take the storyline out of it. What is the feelings that you want to feel? Confident, joy, at ease, peace, abundance, right? What is it? What's that frequency? What's that energy that you want? You have to cultivate that now. You have to generate that feeling of emotional, uh, emotion feelings, like emotions and feelings are the same thing. So there's energetic uh, language. That's the energetic language that talks to the universe are your emotions and your feelings. And there's no other time because here living in the future keeps us chasing the future. Living in the past just keeps us stuck and creating the same old patterns we've always created. And living in the present is where it's at. This is where it is right now, right here and now. Notice, open your eyes, breathe, look around you. All is well. Is anything happening right now in this moment that you can't handle? No. And if you just move into the moment, you can handle anything in the moment. The problem is, is that we put all our storylines, how we want it to be different, how we want life to just be a different way so that we can be happy. And then we're, we're suffering and we're creating resistance. And, and that's just then again, creating more suffering re- suffering and resistance. Are you getting this? That's the thing. Our minds are so used to going outside somewhere else to find what it is we're searching for. But all the while it's been within us. It's in you. So it's about reprogramming. It's unraveling our conditioning. It's building new neurological pathways. The only time we can do this is right now because it takes time, intention, willpower, consistency, and most importantly, grace and compassion for the human condition. Being human is not easy. You chose to be here, whether you like it or not. And you're here for a very, very important reason. A very, very important purpose. Can you just let that sink in for a moment? Do you feel that in your body? Do you feel that? That's like that's that the creation working within you, right? We want to create, we want to manifest new things and and, and attune to our deepest desires. That, that's what we want. So, but we can only do that right now. So here's the thing. The magic is always and will always be in the present moment because it's the only time that exists. It's the only time that will ever exist. So a couple things we can start to do, like really, really do and start to integrate and implement in our world. And one of them, of course, that I always, always talk about is meditation. And some people can just have all these stories about meditation, but really it's about if you want to learn more, a little bit more about my perspective of meditation, I don't, I'm not going to go into it here, but episode 66, you can listen to that. It's all about meditation. Um, but I am such a huge advocate because it has completely changed my life. It's shifted my perspective and it's literally helped me to tap into my innate power, into who I am. And 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 the thing is, you have all this too. Like if you see something in me and you're like, wow, she's this or she's that, or that's you, that's you, I'm just a reflection. I'm everyone is holding up a mirror to you every experience and if we can look at what message am I getting in that mirror, what am I being shown about myself and we can resolve it, we can be aware of it. oh my god, that's magic. That's magic. okay because feelings and this is what's so important is that you know when we meditate we get, to, In touch with our thoughts that produce certain emotions and feelings. Now we have anywhere from 80,000 to 90,000 thoughts a day and about 90% of those thoughts are recycled from the day before. So thoughts create emotions and feelings, right? Emotions and feelings energetically release a ripple effect into the universe that calls back to us exactly what those emotions and feelings are asking for, okay? So you have a thought, then you have a feeling or emotion, and then that feeling emotion energetically goes out into the universe and brings back to you, what, you are, what you're feeling and what you're emotional about. Okay? This is so big. This is so big. It's not about controlling your feelings. It's not about controlling your emotions. It's about becoming aware of them. Um, Byron Katie, I talk about her work a lot. She has something called the work, and it's about four questions. So you can, what you can do is you can start to really decipher through the thoughts that you keep on thinking. Right? One of them can be, I'm overweight. I'm I'm overweight. That's the thing. The story that we have is I'm overweight, and that's just how it is. That's the story. But Byron Katie asks us, is that true? And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's true. I'm overweight. Can you absolutely know that that's true? And it's like, well, then you start to think, well, what is overweight, right? Is it a comparison? Is it an expectation that I have? Well, maybe not necessarily that I'm, I'm overweight. You know, maybe there, there's another story here, okay? Then you go to how do you feel when you think about that thought? What is your emotion that you're generating with that thought that you're thinking? Well, I feel like shit. I feel crappy. I feel sad. And then the next part is, can you move forward without that thought? Can you? Yes, you can always move forward, but we have to be still. So many of us are just distracting and, 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 uh, and reacting, right? We're not, we're not stopping and truly getting into who we are in this moment. Because right now is where we need to cultivate, generate, and truly be what we want. And if we don't meditate, we don't still find stillness, we don't really kind of get to know who we are on a, you know, a soul level, it's going to be really hard to change anything. It's going to be so, so challenging. Um. Meditation has helped me truly look at self-limiting beliefs. Um, my beliefs, my stories, habits, patterns that always keep manifesting this reality that I didn't want to experience. And here's the thing. you don't. This is what the craziest thing is, my friends. This is just like the craziest thing is that you don't need anyone else to do anything for you. Like, like let's say you're in a relationship that is not healthy. You do not need that other person to change for it to be healthy. You are the only one that can complete that. That that can has the power to change that dynamic, um, and that's something that I've really dealt with in my relationship with my husband and my kids. We struggle, like we've struggled. It's so much better now because I am more in tune with who I am and what I want, and instead of and and using my triggers. And here's the thing: the triggers. Those big emotional feelings that we have, those are the gifts. Oh, I know you don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. But like when you are truly triggered and upset about something, that is the mirror being held up to you, showing you what it is that you're believing in the what what you need healing. Okay? So... I'm gonna give you an example because everyone likes an example. My youngest, he is my master teacher. He is very independent and very strong-willed. I mean, all the things we want in our children, Um, but he does not, he does not, he will not be put into a box, okay? And so a lot of times when he has these big emotional outbursts, in the past, I would match his energy Okay, he was showing me that I have that energy within myself. How can I judge him when I react a certain way? It's like yelling at your kid to stop yelling. Right. So when we're triggered and we respond at that same energetic level, we are doing exactly what the person that is triggering us is doing. So what we need to look at is we need to say, oh, wow, that's within me, too. Those big emotions, that fear, the, the scarcity, the lack of control that I'm feeling, that's within me. Wow. And that's the energy that needs your attention. That's the energy that needs your love. That's the energy that needs your compassion and grace. And so much what we do is we, we feel upset or we feel disappointed in ourselves and then we start judging our, ourselves and then we go into the whole downward spiral of mom guilt. But could you imagine could you imagine this that you get a trigger okay you catch the trigger before you act upon it and you feel the energy of where that trigger is and you simply notice it and you and you give it space to be and you love it and you say thank you thank you thank you for showing me where i need to heal thank you for showing me this this feeling of that I'm out of control this feeling that I um, that I'm angry and I'm frustrated. Thank you because it's what it's doing is it's showing us part of the illusion that we're that we're that we're believing <sighs> So much I want to go into this. My truly my goal in all of this is to one, Help you understand how powerful you are, that you are in the cockpit, that you are literally the one controlling your reality. Now, you can't control reality, but you can control your reality. And and, and I say control it, influence it by truly going within and, and and getting in there and being the master of who you are. Right? It's all about becoming the master of who we are. And so this is why truly coming into a meditation, into a space and place to generate the energy that we want is going to help us get to where we want to go. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I want to offer you 12 simple steps that are going to help you get out of the monkey mind and into the present moment. Okay. This is my goal is, is, because we need to get into the moment where we can only cultivate and generate the feelings and emotions that exist. When we've reached our goal, our resolution, or whatever dream or desire that we want to create, whatever change we want to create, we got to get into those feelings that it's already happened. That's the language of the universe. Okay. That's the language of God. We are co-creating with God. Okay. God is holding the mirror up. God is influencing and, 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 and really he's, you know, beautifully divinely guiding all of this, but we have will. We have our divine will and our choices that we get to choose. We have our, our autonomy. And so we have to co-create with the with the God force, with the universe, universe force, okay? We have to co-create with it. And how we can co-create with it is getting into the moment and generating the emotions and feelings that we wanna create, as if what we want has already been created. So I'm gonna go through the 12 steps. Um, and I'm also going to, for the next podcast, I'm actually going to share with you a guided meditation in order to do this. Okay, so you can come back anytime. Um, any place, um, and it's it's twenty minutes, and so you can do this before bed, whenever you want. But what it is it's it's going to start to get you into that flow of creating what you want. Now I'm going to go through the the twelve step, and this is going to be just so that if you don't want to listen to meditation, maybe you have some resistance about meditation, whatever. You're like, I don't have enough time. Let me tell you, you don't not have time to meditate if you're not attuning to or giving attention to your internal world. There is nothing's going to change in your external world, nothing, nothing. You're going to continue to to gravitate to the same people, the same relationships, until you become aware that you are creating your reality. That's just the simple fact. And if you're like, I don't like that truth. Well, that's fine. Maybe this is just a seed to be planted. Okay. This is my truth. This is what I've noticed and realized in my life. And all I want to do is share this information. All I want to do is let mothers and women know how powerful they are. You are so fucking powerful. It's time to step in and step up and truly do the fucking work, right? Do the work so that you can, you can influence your, your children and their children. You can change the world. This is how we change the world. Okay, here's the 12 step. sorry, got a, little, got a little feisty there. All right, so the first thing you wanna do is you wanna get comfortable. Now, I always love to sit on my bed. This is my, I put a pillow behind my back, I sit cross-legged or I put my legs out, but I love my bedroom, it is like just my peaceful place. So that's where I meditate. Just find a spot, you don't need an altar, you don't need a meditation spot, meditation building, you sit on your damn couch. It's like, just find a place where you can be alone, which I know can sometimes be hard, Mama. Make this a priority, okay? Make this a priority. Find a place so you can get comfortable, all right? And close your eyes. You're gonna put your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your belly, and you're just gonna to begin to take some full deep breaths. Like, if you want a couple of sighs in the beginning, and then close your mouth and start to breathe through your nose. And you're just gonna focus on the breath. And what's gonna happen, the mind's gonna wonder. Eventually, it's going to go and it's going to think about all the things and go back into those, all those thoughts that we recycle. It's going to go back there and we're going to say, nope, we're going to, we're doing this right now. And you're just going to bring it back gently with grace, no judgment, bring it back. you you may have to do this a million times and if needed, right, you just do it and then just nix the judgment of the mind wandering because that's its job. Its job, but your job is to master the mind. Okay. Then you're going to begin to feel and attend to the breath, okay? When you feel and attend to the breath, when you're noticing the breath, you're present. You're there. There you are. You're you're here. You're in the here and now, okay? Then you're going to start to cultivate the feelings and emotions that you experience when you've attained, quote unquote, your goal, okay, or the change or whatever outcome you want. What does it feel like? What does it truly feel like for you to have manifested the change, the goal, whatever it is. What does that feel like? How do you feel? Ease, joy, just freedom, right? Abundance. What does it feel like? Feel it. Feel, go into that feeling and focus on that as if you've already created the change you're longing for. It's already been done. It's done. What does it feel like when you've got there? Okay? Because you're already there you're here now this is the only time you'll ever 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 experience so this is where the magic happens but so much we're out in the in the in the in the future or we're back in the past okay or we're in all the stories of what could be and what you're going to do is you're going to sit in that space in that cultivation of those feelings for as long as you can and then what you're going to do is when you feel it's complete you feel like you've really felt that you're going to open your eyes and move from this space now, okay? You've generated it. And you know what, thoughts are gonna come in, you're gonna start to compare and start to do that, it's okay. Just remember that space, you can always go back there. And that's where that is. those emotions and feelings are going to begin to attune you to that energetic field, all right? And do this as many times per day as you can. You know, bonus, if you can start every morning with this intention, it truly takes time to rewire your brain. And so we must be patient with ourselves, love the parts of us that we resist, because it's proof that it's working, right? We're always wired to always be searching for things that threaten us. And so this is why this is why fear is so addictive. This is why the news is so addictive. So this is why we're refocusing our attention to what we want to bring into our lives and attuning to it as if it's already here. I know it sounds so simple, but I know it's not easy, okay? It's taking me a while to rewire and cultivate a more peaceful and easeful existence. And I'm still in the work. Like you're always going to be creating, you're always going to be wanting more. But what's most important is acknowledging and being grateful for what you have created. That is why practicing gratitude is so profound because you're saying, oh, my gosh, like, thank you for all this abundance. Like, thank you for my children and my home and my warm bed. Like, thank you that's going to begin to attract more gratitude, right? So what we're doing is we're really realizing there's nowhere to go. The energy in what you create in this moment is going to be attracting more of that to you, right? So if you want to change something and you're moving from a place of fear or if I don't have, if I will be happy when, you're going to continue to create that. So how do we generate the feeling that we've already created what we want is we go inside and we feel it and we really feel as if it's already been done okay you've already arrived you're there doesn't that feel good so we can stop searching stop thinking something outside of us will be fulfilled right we're all on our unique journey my friends and no one will ever compare to you and here's the thing Comparison can get us stuck in our tracks and get us back down in that icky feelings, right? The fear and scarcity and I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. But let me tell you, when you compare yourself, it's like comparing snowflakes. It's like looking at two different beautiful snowflakes and saying, oh, that one's better than this one because no, the snowflakes are unique. There's nothing you can ever compare. That's exactly where I want you to really start to hone in on when you start to compare your lives to other people on Instagram or Facebook. Like seriously, it's ridiculous. It's easy to do because that's what we're taught to do. But stop comparing your snowflake. And this unique journey, it will never end. This is why we must attune our focus to progress, not perfection. Perfection does not exist. Imperfections are perfection. All right, we've just been conditioned and told that something's wrong with us so we think we're not perfect. And then we strive for this perfection and we never get there. And then we get anxious and depressed because we're not there, but you can't get there anyway. Can you just be okay with where you are right now? Start generating what you really want in this moment. I really want this for all of us. I want this for all of us to truly begin to attune to who we truly are, our authentic selves. Because when we do this, we're gonna uplift of humanity. We're gonna uplift our children. We're gonna uplift future generations, right? So we can, we, can, we can desire change, right? We can desire it. But what energy are you placing behind it? And what energy are you doing in this moment? Are you creating in this moment to create it, right? This is all about creating that intentional shift to bring exactly how you wanna feel into this moment right now, okay? That's it. <laughs> that was a really long podcast. If you're with me, wow, thank you for staying here. I really, like, just really hope you're taking something away from this. Even if it's just a little minute thing that you're like, okay, that works for me. Bye. Great. That's all I want. Because I cannot tell you how vital it is to get into your cockpit and start really attuning to your eternal world. Your eternal world is going to reflect in the external. So spend more time more intention, more attention inside. And then you will create what you want outside of you. I promise. Now, don't forget the next podcast is published after this one is the meditation. So uh, check it out, play with it. I love you. Stay in the magic, my friends, and I'll catch you on the next Hippie Moms podcast. Bye.